Um, hey guys, welcome back to You're So Rude. Also, um, just a quick heads up, the audio might be a little faulty in this episode for a while because Sam and I are doing a call over FaceTime, so please bear with us. We are figuring this out as we go, really. So today, we are actually experiencing some difficulties because we're not together, so we're on a FaceTime call. Yeah. Um, which is a little... Mother Nature is really trying it today. True. Um, there's like a lot of snow. We're probably not even a mile away from each other, but like it's, the snow is so bad that I, neither of us really want to risk it. Today's episode is going to be about, um, New Year's because we are halfway through January and we were kind of thinking about resolutions, whether we keep them, um, are resolutions good? Do people like actually go through with it? Is time a social construct and kind of like what our own resolutions are? So Sam, do you have any resolutions this year? I do. I kind of have some pretty vague like general ones because I've noticed that anytime I try to make a big long list of really specific things like I'm going to go to the gym three times a week, it just never ends up happening because right. I'll feel bad if I miss one of them and then I'm like, oh, I'll start again next week. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I have a couple of them. I have just kind of general things and I didn't even write them down on a list. Like I just made mental notes because I didn't want to make it this big commitment. It was just like, I know I really want to do this stuff. And so I'm going to make a conscious effort to, and they were really just things like being kinder to myself, um, being as on top of things as I can be with like school and just really sticking to my schedule when it comes to things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Being consistent with my sleeping schedule, actually trying to work out. And I don't know, just like trying to limit the stress. I made it really vague, but the stress that I put on myself, if that makes sense. And I can kind of go into what I mean by that. It's just that school itself and like life can just be so stressful on its own that I want to make sure that I'm not doing anything stupid or like procrastinating. Like I want to make an effort to not make myself more stressed out than I absolutely need to be because it's already an insane amount. So yeah, just like really things like that in general. And I, again, I didn't make any specific lists. I just made mental notes that I really want to change that this year, especially because I know that you can agree my 2019 was less than ideal for (laughs) a lot of random reasons. So I was just like, I do not want that same energy this year. Again, there are things in life that you can't control too that happen, but even like your reaction to those things, I was like, you know what? 2020 is going to be my year. That's, that's what I'm telling myself, and that's the energy I'm taking into it. What about you? Um, that's funny that you say that because I went into 2019, so I'm like, oh, 2019 is going to be my year, but 2019, mm-hmm. like, was just not good. <laughs> Way to kill the vibe. Okay, nobody take what she's saying and apply it to your 2020, okay? Yeah, but the thing is, like, 2019 was bad for everybody, but, like, I'm we're both putting in those positive vibes that 2020 is going to be good for everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a new year, fresh start. I mean, like, World War Three did almost just start a couple weeks ago, but, like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, what do you think about jokes about a possibility of a World War Three? Do you think oh that we God, need to be more sensitive? So or what's up? 
okay, listen, there's not much that we as citizens can do to, like, stop a war or start it. And so for people that are worried, like, things like getting drafted, the fact that we have memes and social media, I think it's fun. It kind of made it a little bit more like, okay, everyone's freaked out. What's going on? I think it's perfectly all right. I loved all of the World War Three memes. My favorites are the ones about women, like, being worried about being drafted. And then saying, like, like call me old-fashioned, but I like to stay at home and cook for my husband. Oh, yeah. Like, things like that. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's hilarious. Okay, because I saw this argument on Twitter that was just, like, you guys shouldn't be making fun of these things because this is real life. And it's not going to be funny, you know, when you see the bad effects of it. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. But also, sometimes humor is the only way that people can deal with some things. Yeah, and honestly, I don't see what the bad effects of the memes are because again the memes aren't starting a war like they're just in response and again I do think some issues yeah maybe they're like there are things that I think are too sensitive um, I saw a meme that was cheesy joked about but I don't think that this I think the memes are more about people's fears and what people are worried about and not so much like oh this is stupid for this reason and like attacking any one person or any one political view or something like that they were just people's own fears about like what might happen and then I I don't know I think there's always like a balance that you can find with jokes like that and I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as it's not directly hurting somebody or making fun of something that is really really serious Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know if I'm making much sense but no I see what you're saying back to resolutions uh my only resolution not my only resolution but like I don't the thing with me is that you can always continue to improve yourself and I don't think that like while the new year is a good time to start that I don't think that you should ever like be like oh I did a really good job this year so I'm not going to continue to improve myself I think you should like even in the middle of the year if you're like hey I don't like where I'm at these are the changes I want to make you don't have to wait until a new year to start doing that so I don't necessarily have a resolution being like, oh, you know, I want to be a better person. My resolution this year that I, like, actually have set in stone is to wear matching socks because I'm really bad about that. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but then, like, of course I have the, like, goals that I'm like, yeah, I want to really focus this year because this is going to be a really busy year. And we will have an episode where we talk about time management, and that's the one with the guest. And I actually kind of want to get tips from him about how he manages his time, but also, like, this is going to be a really busy year because I'll be studying for the LSAT, applying for law schools later in the year, and so I want to make sure that I'm in a good place the entire time, so learning skills to be sure that I, you know, am thriving the entire time, but again, like I said, I don't think that, um, it has to be the new year to start that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I don't think you should ever stop trying to make yourself better. The matching socks thing, though, I remember when I was younger and all the cool kids would wear not matching socks, and, like, my mom would put my socks in my shoes and would be like, okay, wear these. And I would hate that they didn't. I would hate that they weren't, like, not matching because had that meant I wasn't cool. But, like, now as an adult, I hate that I wear unmatching socks I'll just do it because I don't have time and I'll just grab the first two pairs of socks before I head out of my apartment right and it's like it's horrible because then when I'm washing them I'm like okay well none of these socks match and then it's just it's like this never-ending cycle right 
yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I was really good about because that was also one of my resolutions last year, and I was really good about it last year. But then I, like, kind of lagged towards the end of the year because I didn't do laundry as often. And when I would do laundry, I'd do a couple loads, and I wouldn't be sure that both socks of that pair are in the same load. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'd have one sock of a pair that wasn't together or, you know. So I would just end up wearing mismatching socks. And someone actually called me out on it. I went to a brown party and an uncle was just like, like, why are you not wearing matching socks? Yeah, no, that's just like brown parents, uncle and in general. They don't, they don't wait. Yeah. Um, but like one thing I wanted to ask about what you were saying about like goals, and I guess this doesn't kind of be like, do New Year's resolutions work in general? It's just like, um, yeah, I mean, everyone kind of jokes around about how they really don't because you make all these random ridiculous expectations for yourself at the beginning of the year and so some people think what's the point right Mm -hmm. like why are we even making a long list of things but I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and we were just kind of discussing how sometimes people just need a little push or like a reason to start something and instead of just being like oh do this tomorrow 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 I'll change this bad habit or I'll start this good habit the new year is this like mark of okay this can be a good starting point because it's a whole new year and it's already going to happen Mm -hmm. where like okay this is a new year so it's you're in that mindset of okay like now I can make a change because you're already given a reason to do so versus making your own um schedule like oh I could change this but I have you know it's just the same day the same year the same month so I guess it's just your own mindset about things and that is something good to change like you were saying like if something doesn't work out if you don't stick to your resolution um let's say the first month or two that doesn't mean okay you have to wait until next year to try and start like just every day is also a new day exactly just try to do it then like I was so bad about going to the gym I don't even think I went the last I think of things in terms of semesters but Mm. I didn't even go the fall semester like I completely dropped off and now I go upstairs and I'm winded and I'm like, I don't even understand. Am I the same person? <laughs> right. I was really good about going to the gym earlier last semester because I had a gym partner. And I, like, went to Zumba. And then on odd days, I would go, like, do the treadmill or the elliptical and weights and stuff. And now I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> I do run every morning, I though. I get up at 7 a.m. and I go on a run. But oh, my I, God. But I started That's that before amazing. the new year. So, like you said, every day is a new day, and you don't have to wait until the new year. That's the thing, like, because you mentioned if someone drops off on their resolution a couple months in, I feel like people always joking me, like, oh, I have to wait until next year, but that's genuinely a mindset that some people have. Oh, yeah, I honestly think I have that. Like, for me, I'm so, like, uber perfectionist about some things that I feel like, oh, if I mess this up and it's not exactly the way I wanted it, like, I didn't stick to it. For, from like the beginning of the new year then I'm gonna be like oh well what's the point like I'll just wait until it's perfect again you know yeah and like and that's such a stupid way to think but you don't really control that sometimes okay so going back to like the new year resolutions do you think that having a new year's resolution is beneficial and do you think that people should have new year's resolutions absolutely I having any sort of things set for yourself like hey I want to do better about this or stop doing something bad like 
constantly working to improve yourself is a great thing. I feel like the new year, like I said, is a great starting point or like pushing point for somebody because it's a new year. So people see that as, um, okay, now I actually can do it. I have a reason to try and be better. I think that it's, it can't hurt. Like don't make it like the end of the world and don't tell yourself that the new year is the only time that you can try to make changes because you could literally do that like on a casual Tuesday and be like, yo, I hate what I'm doing. I'm going to change. But like, I do think it's good because at least for however long you stick to those resolutions, like you are trying to better yourself. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I gotcha. Because like, I really like the point that you made about like every day is a new day. Every week is a week, new week. Like you can always set these every goals. Day, every week is a week. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Did you not chat? I was making fun of you. Wait, what? You said every week is a week. You're so okay, rude. when you play this back and listen to it, I, I'm telling you, you genuinely said every week is a week, and you forgot <laughs> what you knew. And I was making fun of you, and then you didn't get it either. You were like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I'm not wrong that every week is a week. So, leave me alone. Be nice to me. Um, that wasn't one of my resolutions. Sorry. Bro, but good tie back into our topic. Um, I know. Okay, so, yes, we've decided that New Year's resolutions are a good thing to have. But, another question. Do you think that time is a social construct? Because every year I do this thing. It's been, like... I think this was my third or fourth year doing this, but every year at midnight... It's I need... so annoying! Shut up! I always take, like, an Instagram story or a Snapchat story. This year I posted it on both. Where I always take, like, a, a stupid picture of myself, and I say, like, time's a social construct, but happy, you know, this year I did 2020, obviously. And I, I literally have done that every year for the past, like, three, four years, and I think it's really funny. Some people are just like, shut up. Sam is just like, yeah, shut up. Like, this is stupid. But I genuinely had a conversation with my dad a couple of weeks ago because he, we were on a walk and he was like, oh, do you know, like, how people recorded the first day? And I was just like, well, time is a social construct. So, like, they had to do it themselves, you know? And he, like, was genuinely, like, telling me, like, oh, they, like, had a timer. And I was like, how can you have a timer if you don't know what time is yet? And he was just like, well, it's according to the sun. And I was like, but how do you, how do you know how many hours are passing by the time the sun rises and the sun, sun sets? And he's getting so frustrated because, like, I kept finding holes in all the things he was saying. And so we were with another person, actually, and they were just like, I don't understand what you're saying to me because I'm just, like, going in circles with them about how time is a social construct because, like, how can we be sure that the person who first recorded, like, the, the first day, I guess has been it's been like like they've kept up with that you know like who why do we just decide that there are seven days in a week 30 31 days in a month 365 days in a year like who decided that what even is a month exactly what, is, what, is, what does that mean exactly also, that's the thing i like hate i hate every time you do your stupid times <laughs> shut up you shouldn't even be allowed to celebrate new years um but like no i and like i've always been super skeptical of that because like i just like don't i don't even have these 
conversations with people, but the other night, Cobb was like, no, like, Sam, time is a social construct. And I thought about it, and I was like, that is the most trippy thing. Yeah, because, like, there's no reason for us to celebrate a new year, because how do we know that, like, yeah, this is a new year. Like, leap year? I'm sure there's something about leap year that makes some sense, but I have no, like, what is a leap, what, what are we leaping over? Right, and, like, birthdays, how do I know that, like, you know, things have been kept track of since the day I was born. Like, obviously, there's technology now that, you know, keeps track of that. But 100 years ago, when there wasn't, like, that kind of technology, how do we know that someone, that it was someone's, like, 17th birthday? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's wild. like, okay, you can measure, okay, sun up, sun down, and I'm sure you get, okay, the name of the game, that was a day, right? Yeah. But, like, the purpose of having, again, there's organization, sure, but, like, a year. Like, why did we say that the year ended? Why can't we just keep going? Exactly, and just like, okay, exactly. well, it's a nice day. Like, what is, like, what? Yeah, like, I, I get just, the idea. I don't get it. Yeah, like, I get the idea of sun up sundown is a day but then who just decided that there's like 30 months sorry 30 days in this month 31 days in this month 28 in this one and then that there's 12 months in a year like who just decided that what is the logic what made them think like oh this is a good idea i like the days of the week who named the days of the week there's no there's no reason for them to be in that order that's the same thing with the alphabet like someone's decided like a yeah a is gonna go before b but that's like that's the thing with any language and stuff. It's like they're trying to add some order to society because I'm sure people went crazy. Like, okay, well the sun goes up, the sun goes down, and we do things at certain times, like when the sun is up versus when the sun is down. So we need to keep track of those things so we can like make schedules and things like that. But it's like, what if we just didn't and there was chaos with everything? Like, would it even be that chaotic? Because that's just how we'd be used to living. Yeah, that's the thing. So it makes me wonder, like, who just decided that we need to label these things? And that comes back to labels. Why does everything need to be labeled? Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of labels, um, I, my dad has these, like, label stickers that say his name and address. And I've just been doing this thing every day where I stay one on my forehead and I'm like, oh, if lost, or wait, no, I ruined my own joke. If found, please return to, and, like, I'll send people a picture of me where it's like, you know, if I'm found, please return to this sticker address. And my dad thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. I'm basically a comedian. I wouldn't go that far. But also, you're wasting all of those stickers. Who do you think you are? I'm not wasting them. Then I put them on, like, bags of things. Like, flour or whatever. But why? why? Because what if they're lost? A bag of flour? What if someone steals it? If someone's stealing it, they're not going to send it back to your place. What if their New Year's resolution is to stop stealing, and then if they steal, they have to give it back? Well, New Year's resolution New Year's resolution is usually something going forward. Yeah, like in the future, they're not going to do something. But it's like, oh no, I stole, but it was my New Year's resolution to give back the thing I stole. So if they had stolen before and their New Year's resolution is to give back, it's to not steal and give back if they do, does that mean they go back and give back everything that they had stolen before? I literally, my brain could not process anything you said. (laughs) Like, you started just repeating yourself, and I was like, I'm not even listening to this. Nothing I ever say makes sense, so it's fine. 
It really doesn't. So, Sam, what are your, like, how do you usually celebrate the new year? Do you have any traditions? What's up? Um, so not really any specific traditions. I've never really been to, like, an actual New Year's party, except for this past New Year. We actually, like, had a couple things going on, which was really nice. Like, it wasn't anything too big. It was a lot of just, like, the majority of the night was me and my sisters, and we just had a lot of food. We all dressed up, and, like, I think something that I've done since we were little is obviously, like, you have to watch the ball drop. That's just it. Um, but honestly, not not too glamorous, even though I know people like to go all out and get all, like, glittered and crazy. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I usually just spend it with my family. I don't think we've ever spent a new year that we weren't all together. Um, actually, there was one year that we didn't spend it all together, but that's the only one. But we strive to spend, like, all holidays together. Um, but if we don't really have any set traditions or anything, we usually just drink, like, a couple of cups of chai so that we can all stay up until the ball drop. Maybe, like, put on a movie or something, like, um, this last New Year, we went to where my sister lives, and we, like, hung out there, and a couple of her friends came over, and we just, like, chatted, and we didn't even realize, you know, the t- what the time was until after the ball dropped, but usually we put on a movie <clears throat> and end it right before the ball drops, so we can switch to that and then finish the movie, but there's no, like, real set tradition that we do. Yeah. Oh my god, I was gonna say something, but then I forgot. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, this is horrible. I have always had a dream to celebrate um, the new year in New York, just because that is one of my favorite cities. But oh my god, same. Like, that. I want to do that at least, like, once. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting, like, I took an art class this past semester, and it was, like, kind of, one of the modules was carnivalesque in modern culture, so, like, obviously, like, with things like carnival and exaggeration and caricature, and it was, like, think of real-life examples of this, where, you know, people are dressed up, or they're, like, doing really exaggerated, crazy things, but it's, like, not seen as, like, bad, and literally, one of the best examples was celebrating New Year's Eve and New Year's in Times Square. Like, the fact that whenever the New Year comes around, people will be willing to, like, kiss a stranger at this random thing where, like, oh, this ball drops as our tradition. And, you know, dress up however you want, sing all these songs, drink as much as you want. Like, behavior that would not be accepted on, like, a normal basis or would be thought of as weird is just completely on the table during New Year's. And it's like, I don't know, it's like a totally different atmosphere, I feel like, in Times Square. It's just completely, it's just completely different. I think it's super cool. Yeah, that is really cool. And I was just thinking, as you were saying that, like, I feel like that's kind of how it is with Mardi Gras in New Orleans as well. Right, right. It's like, these are just times when, like, the norm is not the norm. And it doesn't matter, like, you can do something super ridiculous, which if you did it, like, on any other given day of the week, people would give you all these stares, and it would just be super weird, and they would just look at you, but it's, like, for these traditions, like, in society, it's totally fine. Like, that's just how it is. Are there any traditions that you would want to implement in your future family? Um, okay, I definitely want to go, like, probably this would be when I'm 
married at some point, hopefully. I don't know. If anyone decides to send me a carrier pigeon, um, to go, like, maybe with my husband to celebrate a new year, or, like, in, or, like, with our friends and stuff going, that would be really nice, because I imagine, like, when, with kids, it probably is not, like, the most ideal situation, like, and that's another thing where, like, if I do, like, you know, hopefully like, have a family in the future, maybe when the kids are older, and then going as a whole family, but I definitely want to go to Times Square. Just on the regular, though, I feel like, okay, the thing with New Year's parties, they're very adult-oriented, mm-hmm. like, with, you know, things like that, and so I think it would be nice to, like, get a lot of friends together, but I also know the holidays are usually time for people to just be with their family, so I don't know, the ball dropping I think is something that is always fun, just like having a lot of food um, and just spending time together I feel like is probably the only thing I'd want to keep consistent, and then as the year goes by, like, or the years go by, just kind of specifically, I don't even know what I was saying there, cut that whole thing out. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Cobb? Um... I, like you said, I definitely want to spend those kinds of holidays, the ones that you would think that you'd want to spend with your family, I want to spend with my family in the future, Um, and especially because my family, growing up, always made it a point to spend, like, we don't celebrate Christmas, but they always wanted wanted us to celebrate those kinds of holidays together, and even, like I said, we don't celebrate Christmas, but even just be together on those holidays, because it is a time for family to gather, like, everyone's on break, and it's just, like, a nice time to be together and appreciate each other. So I think, like, with Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, things like that, just, like you said, just being with the family, being with the people you love, having a good time, and just being present are the things that I definitely want to have in my future and mm-hmm. make sure to to keep in my, um, as a tradition, I guess, in my future family. Yeah, honestly, yo, we need to go, we should go to Times Square. Okay, I was like, go where? (laughs) We already have a plan to go to Bali at some point when we are financially stable. Yeah, honestly, that's not gonna happen, like, I'm trying to go to law school, do you know how many people are, do you know how many lawyers are actually financially stable? It's okay, you'll be one of them. Okay, for sure, for sure. Okay, but one thing I was thinking about the ball dropping is, like, me and Cobb both live in the Midwest now. Yeah. Um, I used to live on the East Coast, but many moons ago. Yeah, but no, you um, too. <laughs> Calm down. Okay, I was still in the Eastern time zone after that, but just not on the coast. Um, and so, I obviously, I was in the, what time zone is that? Eastern. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> so God. Stupid. staying that, in. Okay, but the thing is, like, now the ball drops for us at 11 p.m., so it's like, woo, it's the new year, not for another hour, but honestly, like, this year, my sisters and I were just like, no, like, we're celebrating it as if it happened at 11, and we're just, that, like, then we're just gonna chill and, like, play games and stuff, like, we're not gonna wait until it's actually midnight here, because it's boring. Wait, so you know how sometimes, like, parents will play the ball dropping at like eight eight o'clock for their kids to watch them and go to bed are you going to do that for your kids or do you want them do you do you care for them to stay up to watch the ball drop or do you just want to have them go to bed and not care about that like what what do you want to do about that 
Okay, so my parents were definitely the kind of people that didn't care, like, because we weren't, we didn't ever have school, right? Mm -hmm. So if we stayed up until the ball dropped, but then all of us would just go to bed. I think it's a genius idea. Like, if you have plans, then yeah, play it for your kids at 8 p.m. They'll laugh about it when they're older. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, if I don't have anything to do, then I think, you know, maybe, like, once or twice like if they're like young it's okay if they can try to stay up that late or like wake them up just to see it because I know like when I was a kid and I would fall asleep for something I really wanted to see or whatever I like my parents would try to wake me up for it just so that I would get to experience it I don't know I think it's not a big deal because like they won't have school but yes 100% if I have a party to go to I'm showing you that video at 8 p.m. telling you it's midnight and good night to you. Well, again, like, time's a social construct, so... Oh, my God. And the thing is, like, that's the thing that freaks me out. Not freaks me out, but, like, weirds me out. Even if it's 8 o'clock... Is weirds a word? Weirds? It weirds me out. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Anyways... Um, it kind of weirds me. Now that, now that you said that, I, I don't know. Just say it gives you the heebie-jeebies. No. (laughs) Okay, fine, your choice. It makes me feel weird that, um, even if you're showing your, uh, kid the ball drop at 8 p.m., like, it's midnight somewhere, you know? What? Like, that's weird. That is so weird to think about. Because, like, in India, for example, where it's, like, oh, it's already the next day. So, like, we had, like, family calling and being, like, oh, happy New Year. When, for us, it was New Year's Eve. Right. And so like, it's, like, Of oh. course, that's because, like, the sun is, like, risen on their side or however. Well, yeah. You know, whatever. But it's just weird because you're, like, you know, it's totally different. Yeah. But, like, Which who just makes, decides that? Yeah. I don't know, God. <laughs> that's not, like... I don't know. That's just, like, not a satisfying enough answer for me, you know? Well, yeah, because it literally, the whole phrase, like, time being a social construct, God was not like, okay, here are your clocks, and this is the time, and this is this. That's, like, all man-made, which is crazy. Yeah. And it's, like, that's, like, like, this whole thing when we're going back to, like, carnivalesque traditions is, like, something like celebrating New Year's where there's, like, as far as I believe, I mean, there's no religious tie, any sort of context like that, which brings you to, like, a historical root of it. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like, okay, we're going to start the new year. So now there's this whole shebang that's made out of it, and people celebrate with all these crazy traditions, which are just like someone decided to make it up, and then people just added on to them as the years went by. We were talking about um, resolution. Mm-hmm. And also time being a social construct. It's just like, why do we, why do we celebrate the new year? I don't know. I don't. But I want to hear your perspective on like the ball drop or like showing your kids the ball dropping thing. Because I heard on the radio, like when I was driving somewhere, it was like the, they just brought it up as like a quick, like cute story of like, oh, show your kids it at 8 p.m. But then they were like, oh, but it's controversial. Like, what if? the kid will find out, and they'll be sad, and I was like, really? I don't think so, but how do you feel? Um, well, I don't want kids, <laughs> but <laughs> if I, but if I, for some reason, have kids, then 
yeah, I'd probably show them the ball drop at 8 p.m. Like, I I would show myself the ball drop at 8 p.m. so I could go back. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and I honestly, like, when the kid is older, I think they're just going to find it funny. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see why they would get mad about it. Like, it's your freaking bedtime. Go to bed. It's just another day. <laughs> you? Okay, honestly, if, if we really are, if we're going to be real here, I don't think you're going to tell your kids that New Year's is a thing. You're just going to be like, oh, it's another day. Your kids are going to have no sense of time because you're not going to raise them like that. Yeah, I'm going to raise them not knowing any of these socially constructed um, things. And then when they go to school, they're not going to be able to tell time or know what's happening at all. Speaking, just in my, uh, you saying not being able to tell time reminded me of this really dumb story. So sometimes I think about how dumb I am and it like makes me scream a little bit inside. Yeah, me too. But um, in like elementary school, so probably fourth grade, I remember, I very vividly remember this happening in fourth grade. So you know how on a map, the compass rose, like north is pointing up, south down, and then east to the right, left to the west, right? Yeah. I messed that up halfway through, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we would do these exercises in class to remember, you know, which direction was which. And so the teacher would be like, okay, which way is east? You know, and everyone would point to the east. Which way is west? Everyone would point to the west. And then she'd go, okay, point north. And I would point up, and everybody else would point north. And I'd be like, no, north is up. Because when I think of a compass, you know, it shows that north is up. And then You're I'm like, so dumb. I've literally never heard of any kid doing that. It's so embarrassing. No, literally, now people... Um, like, they'll ask, you know, there's some people that are just able to, like, point, like, they know, like, where north and south is, like, relative to where they are. Yeah. But whenever someone asks me, north is always just right in front of me. Like, I will always say that's north, <laughs> and I say it with such conviction that people believe me. You're so dumb. No, it's just the world revolves around me, that's all. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God, I just remembered another dumb thing that I thought, but then I forgot it. <laughs> of course you did. My Olaf onesie is so soft. Yeah, so Sam has been wearing this Olaf onesie for the last couple hours, and so every, like, ten minutes, she brings it back up and talks about how cute it is. She, um, we were, I don't remember what I said earlier, but she said that she didn't want to look at me. So she pulled up her hood, and so there's an Olaf on top, and the way that it's, the way that the scene is, Olaf's eyes are cut off. <laughs> she said, see, even even Olaf doesn't want to look at you. <laughs> it was actually really funny. I said, I, okay, I am the biggest Frozen fan. I love Olaf with all my heart. I have a pair of pajamas from when the first movie came, came out. And now I have this onesie, and I just can't wait until Frozen 3. Is there going to be a Frozen 3? I don't know. I think, honestly, I think there could be, because the second, oh my god, I could talk about the second one forever. It's like, it was so good. I think that they ended it in a place where, like, they could just stop, or they could go on. I, I mean, like, why wouldn't you make more money? Yeah. Just make a third one. Like, it's kind of like Toast, to- toast. Mm-hmm. Toy Story! Oh my Toy god. Story. 
I thought you were trying to talk about like bread. No. Um, Toy Story, the the movie with toys. Yes. Yeah. Like I I haven't really seen them. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've seen like the first or second one. I can't tell the difference. But like oh they keep making them and the general populace seems to love it, so Yes. Yeah. But anyways, honestly, okay, Frozen I my friend or one of my friends told me when she first saw it, she was like, I genuinely think the second one is better than the first one. And I was like, let it go, sis. I don't think so. Like, do not say that about our queen, Elsa. And then I saw the second one, and honestly, I have to say it. Like, I love the first one because it's a classic. It's the first one. People are going to come for me for saying it's a classic, but get over it. (laughs) But, like, no, honestly, I think the storyline of the second one is more, like, gripping, and there's more there, right? Because the first one, they have to get you to know all the characters and things like that. And the second one, they're like, whoa, whoa. So, do you um, like Frozen? I don't even know. Not really. I was forced to watch it by my mom and sister because I'm the kind of person that I don't, I'm not really a trend follower. I follow trends <gasps> once they're dead. It's just something I've always done. So No, no, no. Hold Frozen on. is not a trend. Hold on. Let me talk. I'm going to let you finish. Frozen is not a trend. No, but so when Frozen first came out, everybody was obsessed with it. So I was like, okay, I can't watch this until all the hype dies down. And my mom and sister really wanted to watch it, and they wanted to make it like the girls' thing, like the three of us. And I did not want to do it, and they forced me to watch it. And I think it's because I went into a mindset that, oh, they're forcing me to watch this, but I didn't like it. Um, yeah. But, like, I th- I wouldn't be mad if I were to watch it again. And, like, the thing is, I would be down to watch the second one. But I just don't really want to. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. if, if someone was like, hey, let's go to a movie. Well, no, actually, I would not buy movie tickets to Frozen. I wouldn't buy movie tickets for anything. But if somebody's <laughs> like, hey, I illegally downloaded it. Or, hey, I found it I found it on um, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. All these ridiculous. Oh, Disney Plus. All these crazy streaming sites that are now. If somebody saw it and was like, hey, come watch this. I'd be like, yeah, sure. I don't have to spend money. I literally went to a theater with my dad to see Frozen 2. What, are you five? Oh, no! It's our tradition! Tradition to watch Frozen? No, I to see, like, Disney movies in theaters, like, all the new live-action ones. He does not like it. He hates it. Yeah, like, I, it was just so good. I haven't seen, ugh, I want to see the Mr. Rogers movie so badly with Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, the trailer. And the trailer made me cry. I was like, Mr. Rogers is the most pure human being. We did not deserve him. I, like, never got into that. Really? Yeah. Because, like, when we, like, growing up, people would always talk about Mr. Rogers, and I was like, I don't know what you guys were talking about, because I never knew, like, who he was, what he did, whatever. And then I think I saw, like, a five-minute clip of him when I was probably in high school and I was like oh that's who Mr. Rogers is that's who everyone's always talking about yeah so I never really got into him bro okay me and my sisters were talking about like just like Fred Rogers as a person and we were like this is crazy he's probably one of the only people like one of the only I guess public figures and like people that you know did stuff for like children and families that doesn't have like a scandal yeah. Like, something where they, like, oh, they uncovered, like, you know, a lot of times, like, people will find out, oh, they, like, 
embezzled money or they like did this or they were an awful person and it's like no literally even after him passing which is so crazy like it's just like no Mr. Rogers was a good person which is like I mean that's amazing but also like I don't know like it always just seems too good to be true with public figures Mm -hmm. because like everyone has things I guess you know everyone has a personal life too that they don't put out there yeah it seems like every time I go on Twitter there's like a new trending story of a new celebrity or public figure that had some dirt brought up on them oh honestly yeah and like cancel culture and everything it's so quick that like Right, like your dirt gets brought up and you're completely canceled. It's like, okay, on to the next one. And it's crazy, too, because I think the, I mean, I watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood religiously. And now, I mean, they have a show on PBS Kids, which is like Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, because, you know, Daniel Tiger was a character. Well, I mean, you don't know, but Daniel Tiger was a character on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, But it's like, he did, his show did so much for things like racism and like different family situations, which were probably pretty taboo to talk about. Like, Mm -hmm. again, the show wasn't made in, like, the Stone Ages, right? Where there's, like... But even, like, for what the 80s, 90s, for whenever it was, like, there were a lot of things that were taboo to talk about, and they were able to cover it in such a way. Like, I think he was specifically a huge part of that, like, making sure that these things are discussed. And, like, kids are aware that, you know, not everyone's going to look like you, and not everyone's going to think like you, and not everyone's family situation is the same, but that's okay. I don't know. And it's, like, that's the thing about it, which is, like, it would be so devastating if there was, like, ever something that was, like, found out, which, I mean, I'm sure there's not. I hope there's not. But, you know what I mean? Where it's just, like, again, like, it's that too-good-to-be-true idea of, like, no, there's got to be something. Mm-hmm. When did he die? I'm not sure. Let me look it up. We need to get some interns to do this uh, searching for us. We do not have money for that. 2003. Do we have to pay our interns? I like, I mean, paid internships are more fun. But we're paying them with experience. You're right. Okay. If anyone wants yeah. to be our intern and get paid with experience, um, send us a carrier pigeon. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, okay, so Mr. Rogers died before. In 2003. Like, yeah, so like before there was internet or anything. So if there if there was anything controversial that he ever did, it's not super likely that it was documented. Right, but I also think, like, people are so quick to be able to find things out, especially, like, if you are a public figure still, mm-hmm. like, about, so, I mean, maybe if there was something super well hidden, then, you know, there would be, but, like, um, you were talking about keeping your public life public, private life private, so when it comes to, like, influencers and making romantic relationships public, I'm saying... Say that um, that relationship ends. Do you think, and they had made their entire relationship public? Do you think that their following deserves to know? Hmm. Okay. Honestly, I think that that that's like there's something to be said about people feeling like they deserve something mm-hmm. or are owed something because. Yeah, when you're putting yourself out there on the internet, like, you will gain a following, and they will, like, I'm sure, like, you'll have fans that love you, 
but that's still your life, and you don't owe these people things, right? They're choosing to watch you. Now, I do feel like if you've put your, like, relationship on the internet, you should address it if you're not together anymore, but I feel like with something like that, like, if you need your time, you don't have to, like, right when you break up with the person, oh, let me make a video about how that happened. I do think you deserve some privacy, and, like, if you don't ever want to address it, I also think you have the right to, because you don't owe that to anybody. What do you think? Um, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, okay, I think, I think it's, like, personally, let's say if I was someone who was a public figure, I don't think that I would share anything like that, unless I was... I mean, I guess that goes a different way. I, I was going to say, like, unless I was married to that person. I think it's just your personal choice. Um, that kind of goes along with the whole, like, if you are putting things out there for scrutiny, you're going to get some people that don't like what you're putting out there. And that can be, like, your personal relationships, too, which is why if I was just in that situation, I probably wouldn't, you know, put, like, my family out there or anything like that. Um I don't know. It's hard because, like, I don't think anyone deserves, like, negative comments or that kind of hate, but it's just, like, the internet's crazy, especially, like, going back to the whole cancel culture thing. Like, people are so quick to, like, to find something and just hate on it, and there's, like, all these, I mean, we could talk about this forever, but it's just, I don't know. You know, there's a lot out there that isn't so positive, mm-hmm. and people always have an opinion on other people's relationships, and that, like, it, again, it goes back to, like, the things you see on social media are just a really small part of someone's life. But if that's what someone's given, that's what they're going to judge off of. Right. So it, like, goes both ways. Yeah, so you said um, you will probably not put your family on social media, right? Yeah, like, if I was, like, a, if I was planning to be, like, a public figure of so okay. any sort, yeah. What about, like... Just, like, being you. Would oh, you? yeah. Like, I'm, like, I do have, like, social media accounts and stuff, and, like, they're on private, so it's just my my friends and people that I know. But, yeah, like, I have pictures with, like, my family and my friends and stuff, and that's just because I only have people on my accounts that I personally know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just what I'm most comfortable with. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm, like, thinking, like, if and when I'm in a relationship, am mm-hmm. I going to post about it? Because there's always, oh. that, there's always that possibility, like, okay. oh, what if y'all break up? Yeah, and that's, like, I guess you could say that about anything. Because, yeah. right? like, you you post, like, family on your social media, which is, like, your, obviously, like, your personal social media account. Um, but, like, I guess, like, I don't know, if... I feel like I would feel, I said feel like 12 times in that sentence, but I think I would be less worried about what someone has to say. Again, I I wouldn't really be worried at all about, like, me currently because the people that are on my accounts are all people that I'm friends with and, you know, um, know personally. But I would have, like, I would be okay with putting, like, again, like, my husband on there or my future family on there. Um... Because I, I don't know, I just, bro, I have no idea what I'm saying, but yeah, like, I, I don't know, I just think, like, 
I don't think there's an issue with that. Again, I think people won't say that to people they're close friends with. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyway, uh, that's all the time that we have for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we are not recording these episodes in the order that they're going to air, so I think in one of the episodes that's going to air afterwards, I say that we don't have an Instagram yet, but this is actually the third episode we've recorded, um, and now we do have an Instagram, and it's you're so rude pod, no underscores or anything. You want to give us a follow and give us some feedback. I know that the audio was super janky on this episode, but um, bear with us. Like I said, we're learning as we go. Um, tune in next time on our next episode. That's all on Years of Rude.